Welcome back to another episode of Eyes Up Here. This is Lindsay Palos here at my studio. I have my bestie here again, Chantal. Hello, I'm back. She's back. I'm scared. I miss you. I know. I had like other people here, super jealous, but I'm okay now. You'll always come back. I'll always be here. I, I had a guy on Twitter ask me, he's like, where do I follow your friend Chantal? Like, what is she working on? And I'm like, honestly, she's a student. She's just a regular, <laughs> she's just my best friend. I'm just normal, guys. I like don't have a bunch of followers, don't need them. I'm good. Like, See, that's how I choose my friends, just yeah, real friends. I'm just funny sometimes. That's it. She's really funny all the time. That's why Lucky. I love you. Lucky. But yeah, it's rare in Hollywood for someone not to be plugging something. I was in a I yoga know. class the other day. And um, I mean, I love this yoga guy. And if he's listening, you're the bomb. But if oh, no. this yoga guy, he played his um, <clears throat> he played his own rap in the middle of the yoga. Oh, wow. And it was bomb. But I was like, wow, what a plug. <laughs> Namaste. Like, honestly, just trying to be zen. And here you are yeah. rapping your own songs. That's Hollywood. Everyone's got something else going on. True. Like Uber drivers have IMDs. Oh my gosh, yes. Headshots have, in the like, trunk. Literally like their business cards <laughs> in their car and you're just like, yo, I just wanted to get <laughs> to dinner, but it's fine. It's like fine. I'll take it. I love it. But yes, this is just my best friend, Chantel. But um, we're back. I wanted to do a recap. If you're following me on Instagram, I've been gone. I did Coachella. Oh my God. Chantel was with me. The best. So we're going to recap our favorite Coachella moments. And um, I went to Columbia directly after Coachella. I like don't know how you did that. I needed a full recovery. I slept like 12 hours every night. (laughs) I'm not kidding. Because did you have PCD? Yeah, I did. But we couldn't even watch Handmaid's Tale. So I was just, I was having a lot of emotions. Then Avicii died. I just, you know, it was kind of a lot for me. Yeah, there's a lot going on. And for those of you who don't know, PCD is something in at least LA or Urban Dictionary we call post-Coachella depression. And the high of Coachella and being around your friends, you look forward to it all year. It's like a big, it's like a field trip. Yeah, and then it's like, yeah, it's like a field trip with all your friends and like you all have these like vacation homes and you're like, oh my God, like we're gonna go to this person's house. But it's like, (laughs) they don't live there. Like this is just their Coachella house. But it's just exciting. It literally is a field trip for like you and all your best friends. And it's just... Yeah, so fun. And so the amount of fun you have, you get home and the high is completely gone. And and of course, you drank a lot, too. And you probably didn't eat. So you're super weak, depressed. (laughs) And it's the saddest time in L.A. Like everyone just looks like shit. It's so sad. And then there's the people who like can't deal. So then they go back for a weekend, too. (gasps) Yeah, don't be one of those. I mean, like I did it last year and the year before. And honestly, (laughs) (laughs) I don't regret a thing. (laughs) It's like you have a problem. But I did it this year, and you should be proud because like, I am proud. Yeah, and you were gone, and I still stayed here. I mean, that's dedication to not going back. It's pretty boss, and yeah. I do recommend that you know if you want to skip the PCD, just fly somewhere like South America <laughs> and go to Colombia, like I did. Best idea, best idea ever. So, eighteen of my friends, eighteen of my closest friends, and I went for a birthday. We have a buddy; he's actually turning thirty. Obviously, we thought Colombia would be beautiful. There's a lot of partying going on. Um, my friend has an obsession with the show Narcos. So we played the Narcos theme song. Oh, my gosh. Everywhere we went in all the cars. and But um, I want to recap. Colombia was beautiful. Have you ever been to South America, Chantal? No, I haven't. I really want to go. But, I mean, 
pretty fire. You know what I love about being like really far away is they don't speak English. I mean, there's enough people that speak English that you're fine, but there's enough people that don't, and they don't care that you don't. So they'll just speak Spanish to you, and you have to go with it. Yeah. And you know, in America, I love that. It's fun. I love that. It's though. fun. I'm like, you're giving me a chance. Like, let's see yeah. what let's see what I learned in high school. Can I apply this? <laughs> oh but God, they, and yeah, they don't literally. give a shit. They're just like, you know. Well, I mean, I haven't been to South America, but it's like I've spent a lot of time in Spain. So mm-hmm. it's just like, sometimes people will just talk to you in Spanish and it's like, if you don't get it, then that sucks. Luckily, <laughs> I do fluently understand Spanish Ooh, because, you hola. know, hola chica. Wow, chica. <laughs> but I won't speak back to you in Spanish unless I absolutely have to. That's smart. And That's smart. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to let you make fun of my accent like that I know I don't have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, if you can understand me, like, I'll speak to you in English. But if not, then, like, I'll do it, like, quietly when no one's listening. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> Write it down on a piece of paper. Yeah, like, you know, <laughs> they have these um, Google Translators, too, for the cheaters. Like, there's some oh, people right, that cheat. Right, they have right. the Google Translate, which is kind of funny. And then um, they're actually making these technologies, I've heard, that is, they're the earpieces. Oh, right. That translates it as the person yeah. speaks. Which is going to be super freaky in Black Mirror. Oh, it's so Black Mirror. But kind like, of cool. I'm down though. Like, but speaking of translate, so what? You know, we're in Colombia, and some of my friends had to. Um, they wanted to translate with the locals. Now I traveled with girls and guys, and some of them were single guys, and they oh, were no. super. Yeah, I'm no, scared. Right. <laughs> they were really fascinated by um, the ladies of the night in Colombia. Oh my gosh! Because I love they're it. real and they're walking around and like, you know, it's kind of something you see in a movie and. It's oh, so interesting. And you know, some I mean, some of my friends are really in, invested in the ladies of the night. Oh my gosh. And you know, they'd have Take to Take them to, to Amsterdam. <laughs> They'll love that. Oh my god, I would die to see it. It's actually there with like a um a super funny British guy who was with our crew. And he was like, "Yeah, you know, I just want to bring a girl over and uh, you know, where do I find one? Where's the square with all the ladies and like oh my god. you know, whatever. You know, we'll keep we'll keep all those secrets to ourselves." <laughs> But we stayed at a beautiful house. We stayed at this mansion in the middle of Cartanega. Am I saying that right? I think so. I say that. I don't say that right. Yeah, I don't think that's right, but it's fine. Okay, great. But um, (laughs) yeah, we stayed at this beautiful mansion in the middle of the city, and it was a former home of a famous pirate, Loki, and his name was Francis Drake, so it was Casa de Alba, um, and it was so stunning. It looked so cute and like all the snaps. It was ridiculous. gorgeous it was too good for us honestly we were too young to be enjoying <laughs> something so beautiful <laughs> no I saw a beautiful couple who's earned it in their 60s should have been there not us we were just, a bunch of degenerates a bunch of degenerates like we really didn't deserve it it was so stunning but for anyone interested in visiting I would say um you know go it's beautiful there's a lot of there's a lot of ugly for sure yeah, anywhere, anywhere you go, you're going to get like the cute touristy part yes. and then you take two steps out and it's like high end shocking. Yeah. And that's yeah. the thing. There's like it's really high end or it's really not. And so that's I found that really interesting because they're super fine dining, amazing places. And then there are some places that yeah, are questionable. <laughs> like, am I eating a dog or chicken? Yeah. Like, I don't kind of like New Orleans, actually. It reminds me of a lot like New Orleans. Oh, interesting. You do not want to eat on Bourbon been. Street. Really? Oh, not all the time. <laughs> Oh not God. everywhere. Yeah, I don't think I would go without you. Yeah, I like need to have a local with me at all times. Louisiana's the best. I'm such a fan. But um, we also so when we were on the trip, we had the, the beautiful mansion. We had the parties, and we also went to. We wanted to search for like a beach day. Oh my God. So Chantel knows my best friend. I had this girlfriend. Um, 
And she set up the whole trip. And so we have this pamphlet of this beach club in, in Colombia. And the pamphlet is like stunning chairs, crystal blue water, like amazing food. And um, we go to this port. And the port is in the middle of like a shipment of like boats that ship things. Yeah. Not like luxury <laughs> tourist <laughs> boats. It's like kind of working boats. And so we take this ferry to this beach club. Chantel, I can't even put it into words. It was like I'm, like, I'm scared. <laughs> it was like a, a a ghost town beach club. So imagine like a sad beach club. I don't think there's anything sadder. I don't. I mean, like I can't even think of a sad beach club. It, I just the view. I can't. The water was like so. We we're still near the port, so it was like smoggy water, like smoggy trash oh, in the water a little gosh. bit, and there was like plastic chairs that were a little funky and flies everywhere, and it was just so whack and. Were there, like, any other people there? There were people there. Some people were living their best life there. You know, I guess they, they had enough cerveza. They did not care. <laughs> but um, it was I was so down for the experience, but the flies were too much. I was like, I cannot get West Nile and go home with that. Oh, my gosh. You totally could have. No. Not it was crazy. Good. But it wasn't the fault of my friend. It was really the fault of a sketchy pamphlet. You know, um, you know she, just, she followed uh, these online reviews, and some of them are completely false. So we decided, you know, we're going to scratch that beach club. We went home, and the next day we hired, we got a boat. We got this big okay. boat. We went 200 miles off the coast and um, found a beautiful beach. Okay, cool. We found out like where to go. Like a secluded, like nice, yeah. cute beach. Yeah, but my for sure, if you're, if you're traveling to Colombia, I recommend, you know, doing your research. Definitely asking the locals to... Yeah, I feel like I wouldn't, mm. honestly. Don't trust I, your friend with the pamphlet because yeah. that gringa does not know. No way. <laughs> I feel like I wouldn't go unless I asked someone who, like, lived there yeah. and knew it really well. Like, I'm super weird about that because, like, I'm not about to show up and, like, be surrounded by flies and, like, possibly think I'm going to die because, you know, I'm, like, yeah. anxiety. Just, like, Honestly, though, isn't, isn't thinking you might die at least once what makes a vacation so sweet? Um... <laughs> um <laughs> I feel like my best vacations, I thought I would die. <laughs> I think the best vacations is when, like, something goes really bad, but you make the best of the situation. Yes. That's why the beach club with the flies was so beautiful. It was so ugly and scary and, like, oh, no. But then you're so grateful once for the you next left day. for, like, yeah. The next day with the beautiful beach, we're like, oh, okay. It's not <laughs> so bad. bad. <laughs> but we live. But Colombia, so beautiful. I can't wait to go back. I want to go to um Bogota. Bogota? Bogota. Bogota. Okay, well, such a gringa. But I, mean, I want to go there next time. We we flew over at the airport was stunning, and you could see like the beautiful greenery. And there's a lot of I think it's in the mountains. I want to say, mm. um, it looks like such a beautiful place, and it's such a huge city. So I definitely that's on my list. We could go back. I know someone who like lived there, so we could just you know ask him. And that's go. a good move. That's a good move. I'm gonna good keep move. that. I'm gonna good work move. on my español as well. Yes, sí, señor, sí, señorita. Okay. So, next thing, though, um, the trip before that was Coachella. Oh, my God. It was so fun. <laughs> Coachella. So, we definitely have to do a recap of our favorite Coachella moments. Oh, my gosh. So, I guess number one for us and um, all of the planet Earth. Yeah, was obviously Beyonce because... Beyonce. I mean, she can do no wrong when she performs. It was incredible. And for me, I'm not... Um, I love Beyonce for sure. Destiny's Child, Writings on the Wall is yeah. my favorite CD of my life. Yeah, so good. Whole life. Was obsessed... 
But I'm not um I'm not what you consider like a super fan. Like I No, I'm definitely not a yeah. Beyonce fan. Like I don't think either of us are like, I love her. Yeah. Like we're kinda hot. Yeah, like we're just like, okay, it's Beyonce, whatever. Yes. However <laughs> I know where this is going. I've been to her on the run tour with Jay Z and I was like, okay, she put on a good performance. Mm-hmm. And then she gets to Coachella and my mind was just Blown. Like, Blown. there were no words. And, like, our guy friends were, like, trying to get us to leave early. And we literally looked at them and I was like, listen, like, <laughs> you need to know that these are our life dreams coming true the second yeah. that Destiny's Child walks on the stage. Like, you need to give us about 10 feet. Yeah, you need I, to give us about 10 feet. And that's what I was going to say. We're not super fans, but we obviously stopped dead in our tracks. It was, it was so, just, it was Bomb. It was it was so good. So good. And it was so girl power. It was amazing. Like just oh, so much girl power. So much everywhere. girl power. And it's surprising you don't ever really hear that kind of girl power from anyone. Yeah. There's, there's I mean people might say it, people might I mean but to see someone of that magnitude literally sing and perform about being a powerful woman. Yo, like literally oh, the intro her tingles. full set was just like so like pro women like let's go girls like and it was so funny because Lindsay and I were like two like it was just us with like a bunch of like our guy friends and then around us us with like 15 dudes yeah and then around us there was just like not intentionally obviously there was just like this circle of guys around us who were obviously there with like their girlfriends because they made them and it was so funny because you'd see the girls like all singing along like going ham and the guys (laughs) are just sitting there like nodding so awkward (laughs) i flipped off the guy i was with for no reason yeah because (laughs) she was like like, i ain't sorry yeah yeah. (laughs) and she was like throwing up the middle finger so we thought we I was pointing at every dude in there so disrespectful. Like the bartender, I was like, I ain't sorry. Yeah, and we were just like screaming the lyrics to songs we didn't even know we still knew the words yeah, to. Like it was a vision, and it really was every girl losing their mind, and every guy kind of looked like they I were being they were taught scared. a lesson. <laughs> yeah, every guy just kind of I I will not forget this one guy as we were walking out. He had his arms crossed and he just had this look on his face with his little mouth squinted, and he just looked like oh shit <laughs> it was like a mob mentality <laughs> like i think it was beautiful i think like all the women scared all the men and i bet you they <laughs> behave for the next 24 hours they, they probably should they probably did it was so good it, oh, the band it reminded oh, me very so much good. of louisiana with the big marching band because yeah. we have these amazing marching bands it reminded me of southern actually it's just it reminded me of those like stepping movies yes because they were so cool and like i had a moment where oh. i was like shit maybe i should start I love that. Beyonce always has these, like, even with her last album, it had, they have a lot of, like, Louisiana tendencies. Yeah, so I for love me, that. I just, like, oh, the big band is beautiful. All those, the swamp shots of the, the music videos are beautiful. Yeah. Like, I get so geeky off of that. Yeah, I feel like, because it's, like, your hometown, so and she's, like. Oh, I love her. But, okay, so who, so we love Beyonce. Who else do we love? Um, Cardi B, obviously. I'm Cardi. sorry, but like she has more stamina than me and she's like <gasps> eight months pregnant. Like she was shaking it for mama and like <laughs> I just like can barely walk after Coachella. So like the stamina. There's this photo, this one photo circulating around of her, and she's like 
there's no better way to say this, so forgive me if you think that this is explicit, but she was pussy popping. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. So she's got like one hand on the ground, legs spread, the other hand holding the mic, and her tongue is wide out. And it is this photo that's going around, and it's only a photo that you you could, you have to mean that photo to make that photo. And pregnant AF. And she was just so cute. And she was just like, I just... I just love her. I think she's the cutest thing ever. And she, she was just like going for it. Like most people are pregnant. <sighs> like you kind of change your set right. to like be a little calmer so you could yeah. like sit and rap or like whatever you need right. to do. But she was like getting it on every song, like Pussy dancing, popping. like twerking. I was just, I was so inspired. Like <laughs> I couldn't even, like. I couldn't even stop. And then she brought out literally every person that was yeah. on her album with her. And like, you have to have people really respect you to like take their time out to just come out and do one song with you for your Coachella set. Yeah. And your set was at 6 p.m. and you had people there early. Yeah, she did. I'm just saying. We Sundays, were rushing to get yeah, there. Yeah. Sundays, people don't want to do anything. People will like <sighs> kind of binge and be lazy all day and then get there when they get there. But it was beautiful. She had a big crowd. God, people I loved, loved her. It. I loved it. I loved it. And I even loved her hair. Her hair was a testament to oh left eye. Oh my God, eye. yes, left eye. Oh, it's so good. I love the look. I Just the pregnant, if you guys haven't seen it, I'm sure you will. It's just this photo, pussy popping, pregnant, tongue out, <laughs> mic up, like pigtails. It's the most <laughs> oh iconic God, shit so ever. Oh my God, so cute. And I then, love, she's just rewriting the rules of what it means to be successful, yeah. what it means to be a woman, what it means to be a mommy, yeah. you know? And like be a mom however you want to do it. I think yeah. it was like, she's just, I don't know, the, everything about her is just funny. Like she mm-hmm. went on Ellen after that performance oh, okay. and she was like, oh, I was just trying to show y'all how I got pregnant. <laughs> She says whatever she wants, and like I love that. I do too. So many people don't, and everyone thinks that they have to like censor everything they say because, like, now I'm a mom, like I have to be a certain way. Right. But she gives no fucks, and no I love fucks. it. <laughs> she rewrote history. I think it's beautiful, beautiful. So we have one more on our. Oh well, this one I don't know if you thought it was a fave or a whack act. But what do you think about Eminem? Okay. So I loved him growing up. So I think that his set was good. But I can see, like, as some of the girls that we were with were like, this sucks. Like, this sucks. And I was like, okay, annoyed at first. But then mm-hmm. I kind of got it because if you're not a real fan, he wasn't yeah. playing the songs that, like, people want to hear from the radio. He right. was playing, like, his shit that, like, were on, like, songs that were on his album. Yeah. And I can get it that most people didn't know the words like to me. it. But me, dancing alone <laughs> at Coachella while all my friends are saying that it sucks. If you were a real fan, you loved it. And if you're not a real fan, then you were like, why didn't he play his hits at the beginning? Like, why? Because yeah. he, he has so many songs. Like, look how long he's so been around. So many. That like, was Lindsay Palos. I was sitting there. I was like, you know, I was down. The original, yeah. I knew the stand opening, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the sound was amazing and the videos were amazing. Oh my God, that, so the, good. Like, his set was beautiful. But I I was just like, I need the hits, man. It is yeah. Late. It was what Saturday. Yeah, it's late on no, a Saturday. It was Sunday. Okay, it's it late on a Sunday. Thing. Even worse. I've been partying my ass off. Like I need you to give it to me. Yeah. So I was over it. I did. I didn't like it that much. And I missed. I was already gone before Fifty Cent got there. No, you weren't. Oh, and then I definitely <laughs> she was drunk. missed it. Then <laughs> <laughs> I was completely smashed. <laughs> Told you it was Sunday. It was Sunday. I can see where like people maybe needed to be hyped up a little bit more yeah. but i also see where it's like eminem doesn't give a fuck he's gonna play whatever he wants yeah because like he does and have those real tweets. fans i love I was, it I, was, I mean you know come on i mean 
could have Chantal done without. Opposite yeah, right we're so like, opposite. My, I mean, I was obsessed with him when I was like little. My screen name had his name in it, like you know, on AIM. When you so have, you're like, literally a stan. I'm okay, oh not my. like <laughs> no. <laughs> you guys, I'm here with a stan. <laughs> Her, she goes by the name of Chantal. She's now a free agent as a best friend because I cannot oh be friends God, with a stand. Stop. <laughs> just no, my mom wouldn't let me listen to that song for so long. Wait, what was your screen name? I'm, Please. Tell you Please now. tell me. Please, for the love of okay, God, tell me. It was Eminem's baby girl. Ah! <laughs> no. Like, genuinely in my soul, I loved him so much. Was it like baby B A B I G U R L? Okay, no, I wasn't like ghetto with it. Okay. <laughs> At least you're a classy stan. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stop calling me a okay, stan. Okay, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Take it back. But I do love him. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever Clearly. <laughs> okay, I'm obsessed. Okay, so we do have a whack act. You and I walked all the way from what the, the what, I don't know the names of the tent, but we went somewhere called a Sahara to oh, another tent. Oh, yes. So we went to the Sahara tent to like be good people because we love Migos. Like yeah. we just want to like you know we're ready to work a little bit yeah let's just let's just be real we just wanted to like get a little wild for a second and it was before the eminem performance came on so we walked all the way there yeah um and it was crowded af super crowded like the craziest crowd ever they should have put them on the main stage it's ridiculous that they put them in maybe that's why they're mad maybe that's why they were late because we were there and eminem had a certain time so we're like you know this this thing kind of has to start on time so you make it to yeah. the end part on time. Because there's a lot of walking at Coachella. Like, you can't just... You got to you gotta make plans. Yeah, you have <laughs> to, like, know what you're doing. And, like, we left our perfect spot at E1 <laughs> in VIP to Stop. go to the Sahara Tet because we wanted to see like Migos for right. 20 we get we had 20 minutes to give them yeah so we could get back in time for Eminem we get there and they're literally over 20 minutes late yeah and we're all just like okay well obviously we have to go yeah so we had we waited we held our spot as the crowd got bigger and we had to go we we're like uh you know we're gonna miss the other part so we just left yeah as just... we leave from a faint distance we hear the song start and then <laughs> and the sound is completely trash it was literally like my little Sonos. It would be louder than the yeah. set that they were playing. It sounded like, like the Migos had a, um, an aux cord and they were like <laughs> playing in their area. And as we were walking out, you know, we hear everyone like complaining and everyone's like, wow, wow, really? They're late yeah. and I can't hear them. It's one thing if you're going to be late. You better make sure the sound works. Yeah. Like, you cannot be late and have your sound off. The there's disrespect. Like, there's rules. Like, pe- we really, like, we were coming in hot for you. And then you were late. And then your sound was messed up. Ooh. Like, I know they don't control the sound. I get that. Yeah. You control like, your time. Yeah. But give me something. Maybe. Like, come out and, like, say something. Like, maybe have, like, an MC say that the sound isn't working right now. I apologize for the inconvenience. Don't have me sitting there for 20 minutes when I could have just been at Eminem and not wasted my time walking. Right? We could have had so many shots in between. Yeah, honestly, true. Because I got so much more drunk. Yeah. I mean, we could have had at least three shots in the time that it took us to walk to Migos, walk back, and stand there for 20 minutes. Yeah. So we're going to put that. That's on our whack act. Even though we love them, but still. That one was a little whack. Okay, so that was um, our Coachella experience, I think. But I wanted to talk about, too, the the parties at Coachella. Oh, the parties. The parties. (laughs) Because I don't know if everyone is really familiar, especially not living in Los Angeles. So a lot of clubs and celebrities and brands and sponsors will put on these elaborate parties. And I'm not talking about, like, a party. I'm talking about Project X 
yeah with security with tickets with tables with like secret locations that you tweet the night before and these parties are so crazy and i feel like the average coachella person doesn't go because they you can't it's they're hard to get into yeah like you have to like pick up your tickets in la yeah like, days before i'm probably gonna get vetoed for telling everyone about it right now no you <laughs> totally won't but it's just like they're supposed to be so like underground and quiet but like all these people like you know that they're throwing the parties but they're just sponsored so they're so big like for years like one club like would give away like free jean jackets that were like super dope when wow. people like would embroider things See, for, like, like Levi's stuff. like intense things that you're like they'll give you a boob job at these parties yeah on basically like do you want <laughs> Botox like pick the right party you might get some like, <laughs> literally you could if you do it right they're crazy these like celebrity ridden parties so that's why we you know we left a lot of our performances at Coachella early because you had to go to get in line, you had to get in the car to get in line at this other party that would last until 6 a.m. And there's one every night. There's one every day. So for yeah. us, our coach, I was with a few friends who were stressed about getting to the festival on time. Yeah. And I'm like, we have two very different Coachellas right now. Yeah, Ours we, were, kind of, we yeah. were living in two worlds. And, you know, somebody had to mediate, yeah. mostly me, <laughs> yeah. about the fact that some people just want to party right. and be at the parties and just chill and get to Coachella when they want. Right. And some people want to see certain people. And that's fine. But, like, you have to be able to independently do your own thing like do what you want yeah. but you can't force the whole group to yeah. be on the same page as you because yeah. like you can't do that I'm not gonna lie I came back a little stressed because there's a lot of group stuff and trying to I want to go see Cardi but then we're like trying to get like 15 people into this very exclusive party yeah and I can get into these things but I'm telling you like you gotta get your buddies in and I'm I like I don't leave a man behind yeah I just think it's stressful I think that's the one thing that we maybe did wrong was that if it was like a group of like six total, yeah. you would have been fine. Yeah. But it's like when it becomes like eight other girls or like eight other girls and then four other guys and then the six people that you came with, then you're just like so stressed. It takes the fun out of it because yeah. these parties are so insane that they're so insane. They're, they don't need to let you in and they don't need numbers. Like, yeah, they don't care. They don't want money either. They're just yeah. there to literally show you like how cool yeah. they are. But that's, but that's just a whole different thing of Coachella. So like the week prior just getting ready organizing the tickets you go to the club to pick up the tickets and you got to scam your friend and it's just a whole situation but that's just the difference between kind of a, a little hollywood secret about what yeah. our coachella might that's be like that's like it's, an la coachella versus LA coachella like is so stressful a normal coachella i i feel like we go to like the like blogger coachella and then there's like a normal coachella where people are like living their best life yeah. in the crowd. I would love to do normal Coachella. I want to like do normal I Coachella and I next just year. I feel like we should do normal Coachella. Like I'm down. still get like, not GA, but like do normal Coachella. I feel like normal Coachella is basically stagecoach. <laughs> I'm, oh my gosh, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would go for Luke Bryan. Anyway. I would go. Anyway. My friend's there. Not jealous, anyway. but whatever. <laughs> so that recaps our Columbia Coachella experiences. So next I want to talk about stuff that is going on right now. And um, I want to stay on the music tip. Let's talk about Kanye. Oh, my God. I just, like, love him so much. <laughs> yeah. So Kanye has been releasing a tweet storm of cryptic, non-cryptic photos of his $60 million home. Um, oh, um, which someone said was $20 million, and Kris Jenner was like, lies, lies, lies. Sure. That is a $60 million home. Nothing about the fact that he sounds like a psychopath, but you're <laughs> lying about the fact that his home is $20 million. She's like, what's that, How facts? dare you? 
<laughs> you better get that. If I paid $60 million, I mean, I don't know. I might want people to know. But, um, <laughs> but so he's been releasing, he's got a new song out. Yeah, which yay, I haven't heard. the people. Yes, he did another one before that, I'm pretty sure. The one with the scoop diddy poop lyrics, but I haven't heard of I it. I think that was just like a freestyle that he put out. Mm. But it wasn't like actually a song. I have yet to hear it. But I'm living for the yay versus the people where it's Kanye and T.I. basically rapping kind of what disgruntled American, especially black community, thinks about Kanye's tweets and his, yeah. his kind of, not alignment, but the comments he makes about Donald Trump, about making America great again. And um, T.I. is basically saying what the people think. And Kanye is kind of responding to like as to where he's coming from yeah it's just interesting it's still a little confusing it's he's kind of basically saying he's coming from a place of peace and light and he doesn't align with donald trump with everything he says but he wants everyone to be unified he even mentioned like it's it's like being a blood in the crypt and the first gang member to shake hands yeah which is i'm down for peaceful kanye I am down for peaceful Kanye, and I don't think that he's completely doing it wrong. I just think people don't want to hear it. And yeah, I think, like, true. know your audience, which should not be the full Twitter community, because yeah. you just lost, like, like 10 million followers, which obviously he doesn't care about. He'll get them back. I and think, I think he's just in a phase. Let I him think, be. I think Kanye doesn't have an audience. Kanye's audience is Kanye. Yeah. That's what Kanye would say. <laughs> Probably, yeah. He doesn't care about what we think. <laughs> he does. He can be controlled by no one. He, he deleted yeah. his manager because he cannot yeah. be managed. When he said I that, I was no like, manager. I can relate, honestly. I just can't. It's like <laughs> I was doing. I followed like Joe Budden, and Joe Budden was like, "Yeah, I can't. My manager can't manage me, so I made him my business partner." <laughs> Like it's so funny. Same. <laughs> All the responses are so funny. One of the one of my favorite Twitter responses is when he when his first song was released, his freestyle. What is it called? It's called Lift Me, maybe. I, I might have this wrong. Remember. I should Google it. But um what, the first freestyle that came out and he had the poop diddy scoop d lyrics. Someone's like, Scoop diddy poop. I relate to that. I feel that. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wow, when Kanye said scoop diddy poop. <laughs> I've felt it in my soul. <laughs> I just like love the memes of all of his tweets. Like the one where it's like, I can't be managed. I have no manager. And then you see like the tweet. It's like, when I get too drunk and my friend tries to <laughs> control me, I find my manager. He, they no also, one can control me. Someone put his tweets on New York Times like cartoons. Oh no. And they're really funny. Like they're, it's actually, it's, I kind of even find it deep. <laughs> I'm so strange. But if you go on his Twitter page, he's retweeted these like New York Times, like just cartoons. But he's replaced what these traditional classic cartoons say with Kanye tweets. And they're actually, I love them. I just, I love him so much that like I'm, I'm not a political person. Like I won't speak on politics because I don't know enough. And like I respect people that like read into these things and know so much and like care so much about these things like I'm not going to sound like an idiot talking about politics when I have no idea yeah. like all the details and all that stuff but I also feel like as someone who is Kanye you should also keep your views to yourself mm -hmm. because it doesn't make sense like you didn't come from money so you're supporting someone who obviously does and only but he might like, not allegedly support trump i think he just 
Yeah, it I don't really like get it. Versus the people, he's saying he just supports like certain um, ideas, um, which yeah. is which is fine because some people are like very democratic, some people are very republican, and some people meet in the middle. He said that Donald Trump being president made the made him know that he could run <laughs> yeah, for president. Do you I'm remember back calling in for president? <laughs> remember when he said he was doing that speech at um, Instagram? He's or some award show. Yeah, and he was like. He was talking about like President Truman and yeah. he was saying like, oh you know, in case you haven't figured it out, I will run for president in 2020. Yeah. And I just feel like he could win if like Beyonce wins. Oh my <laughs> God. God. I mean, I really. I I'm love, kidding. She could never. No offense. I love the idea of like a freedom and people being political even when they're, they they didn't grow up that way or they didn't. Yeah. They weren't educated that way. But I really. I do miss when entertainment and politics were not so closely yeah, together. Yeah, I just think like, and not to say that you can't have an opinion. You obviously, obviously, everyone is entitled. But when you know that your fans are people who don't have much, like the majority of your fans, they mm -hmm. don't come from money. And you're talking about things that seem just so unrealistic to them i just think don't say it like say it to your wife who also is tweeting that she doesn't agree with you all of your friends <laughs> are saying they don't agree with you which i'm not saying that you need to like be one with the popular opinion but right. like maybe just keep some things to yourself sometimes like we all do we all say things we shouldn't like privately but this is what makes kanye kanye I know, and I love it's him. Unpredictability. I think unpredictability is literally Kanye's brand. Speaking of, I saw an amazing tweet. This is off the off the notes, but um, I saw an amazing tweet about Rihanna. Someone was saying that Rihanna's brand is so impeccable because she's she's a lot like a Kanye in a way that you don't know what her next move is. You don't ever oh know gosh, what she's gonna yes. wear, what she's gonna say, what her music is, is gonna sound like, what her product will be like. Like she's kind of a brandless artist, which is like kind of a beautiful thing. I am literally obsessed with Rihanna. She can do no wrong. Fenty, yeah. take my money. Her new lingerie, take my money times two. Oh, Your new album that she, she's coming out with lingerie and everyone Ooh. kept calling to her stuff and being like, like, give us music, sis. Like, where's the music? Right. And she's like, it's coming. And so it's like <laughs> anything she does, like people will just jump on board. And I'm I just like, you know, she, I, love I love her. I love her because she dances really masculinely. And I have this obsession with like, boy like i like a boyish girl you like think a tomboy so? I yeah think she's i like masculine like, like a cool ass you know yeah i don't know so cool. she's just very like she, island to me oh, and yeah. like my family is from the island so i just like relate to her on That's a different cute. level and like when she sings in like these weird like dialects and stuff, dialects yeah. it's like i totally know what she's saying which is weird as well You're like but the only person i'm like the only person except for that one song where she kind of mumbles because i legitimately asked my mom and i was like what is she saying my mom's like that's not normal <laughs> <laughs> can't help you there oh like, my no, no, god no. <laughs> oh my god so speaking of um so we did a little bit of the west family but what do you think i haven't gotten this podcast is new i love trending topics for sure i love it there's so much fun but i have to know what you thought about chloe and tristan thompson i just okay here's my thing and i mean we have friends who do the same thing like and so i get it when you get into this relationship and you're so in love and you're so Barf. obsessed it's like keep that shit to yourself first of all like yeah. we get it you're in love that's fine but when you like humble brag about your relationship every second and then something like this happens, it's just, it makes you look 
so much dumber. So goofy. Because you're just like in this relationship where you're like, he's awesome. Ten ways why I love Tristan. Like, he's obviously a piece of shit. So <laughs> fucking whatever you saw wasn't real. Yeah. But... I'm not gonna like. I don't Chantal's think she's going stupid. In. I just hate when people are like, "Oh my god!" Like me and no, my boyfriend, we're so in love. It's like when you break up, honey. Post an essay as to why. Because yeah, you, like now you, you just yeah. You want to tell me every little detail <laughs> and how he sent you ten thousand flowers with like your fucking name imprinted in them. Like good for you. But when you break up, you better write that five page essay Chantal. and tell me what's up because like I need answers. Out for blood. Oh my I am god. out for blood, and I, I love that. her. But no. I'm just like. And I'm not the person, I was talking to this with my friends the other day, like, I'm not the person that enjoys sharing my relationships online. I don't think you should. Loki, I'm not the most, I'm not that girl that's like, oh, you're my baby, I love you so much. Like, I'm not really that weird in real life. I'm not that, you, you know those kooky people that are yeah. like a little bit too sappy, maybe? Yeah, it's I like just romance too much. in a deeper way. I don't know. Maybe I'm not romantic, but I'm just I'm not the sappy like love posting hearts yeah. type of girl. I just think if you keep it private, like especially in a situation like this, if you keep your love life private, if you don't like talk shit or like talk about how awesome your man is all the time, yeah, then so when things lame. happen, like you can deal with it in a more mature manner. Like people aren't coming at you like, oh, this is the love of your life. What happened? Because people who post like, he is the one for me and like blah, blah, blah on all of your Instagram captions. It's like, I get it, you're in love, but like take it down about 10 notches yeah. because like if things don't work out, which I hope they do for you <laughs> because I love love and I'm such like, I love love. Like I'm such like a romantic and like yeah. whatever, I'm but so it's not. just like I'm such a hopeless romantic. But I just think don't tell everybody your business because if things do fall apart, it's ten times harder because people are asking you about it. Yeah, and doesn't it? It always seems to me like the people who post the most have the worst relationships. They do. Like, I know for my friends. Oh my god! Fact, yes, the people who are always trying to post each other have the most effed up relationships than the people who don't share it. And I'm sorry, the internet is a scary place. For me, especially sharing my base, I get some heat on Twitter. Like people talk, people last night were talking about like who I must be dating and all this stuff. And I'm just like, you really, I'm not, unless they have a thick skin and are in this industry, I'm not putting it on my page ever. I just don't think that you need to. I think things are better off because it's like yeah. you signed up for this. This is your life. But that doesn't mean that the person that you're dating wants people like talking trash on them and like and no matter coming what. for you because people will do it. People can find anything to talk shit about. Like his haircut could be uneven and they'd be yeah. like, who's your hairstylist? Lindsay should give you hers. It's oh, like, God. okay, I can like imagine. chill. Like I can imagine. people are just aggressive. And even for Chloe and Tristan, someone in a celebrity position, no matter who they are, the amount of stressful negative rude stuff you get as a celebrity no matter which one you are i mean politicians the only person that people seem to not have any problem with is the rock um you know must be nice yeah i hope he, I hope he retains that he seems to be the only person who never gets an fu comment you know he's just like awesome yeah he's just I like a super him. well liked he's like that asshole in high school that everyone liked and you're just like yeah oh, and you're just like you know, oh, I, love him, I know you like, make whatever. straight a's i know you can do every movie i know you're cute and everyone likes you Kind of, don't you hate those? I just love him. I hate, I hate to him watch I WWE. Like <laughs> I have a problem with him. No, I'm just kidding. Love you. Love you, Dwayne. I love him. <laughs> okay. Um, but that was such a fun episode. I feel like we recapped Coachella, Columbia, couple, a couple drama. 
not eye drama. Yes. <laughs> some celeb drama. Um, and the only thing I really need to leave it off with is this, the most pressing journalistic question I can come up with. Do you think Yodel Boy has a future? <laughs> He's released oh a new gosh, song. Oh my gosh, he so cute. The new song came out last night. Do you think it is a fad or it's a forever? I see a new, the new Justin Bieber or is he just an, a meme? I mean, honestly, if he could hire Chris Jenner, he will not be just a fad. He needs a good momager. You know, whoever, <laughs> That's what he needs. whoever is momaging him from the 8th aisle in Walmart to <laughs> oh Coachella God. and now to his first single in one month, I would love them to manage me. Please call me. You can email me at <laughs> admin at lindsaypales.co. Por favor. I mean, he's yeah. got some great PR. He's got some great managers. Who was in that Walmart? <laughs> I just, yeah, I'm just like, who's pushing him to the top? And why did my mom not love me enough to do that? I don't know. Is it Shaft? Like, is, it, is it Cardi B's guy? I mean, Is he Shaft, setting him up to? I mean, Shaft. I got so many questions, okay? But do does Yodel Boy have a future? Um, I'm going to go 50%. Like I don't know. I have no idea. I feel like give him a year. I don't know, because that... Catch me outside, girl. Oh, true. She's like... You're right. She tipped me over the edge. I'm going to go for yes. I yeah, think he's got a future. Yeah. Because of her and people didn't like her, Yeah, I'm going to say yes. Okay. Our votes are in. Our votes are in. Vote yes for Yoda Boy. <laughs> okay. So thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, please rate and subscribe to this podcast. I think that helps out my iTunes ranking. It was on one of the top charts the other weekend oh, for a brief minute, which is really, really cool for me, and um, I just appreciate it. Also, if you're on my page, I've got a digital book I just made with um, celebrity photographer James Thompson, and we did this book where um, it was my trip to Tulum, and we actually just did these fun bio questions, and it's 40 unseen images that you can download straight to your phone or computer. That's on there. I'm also selling my nearly naked calendar still. It's all over, all over the internet, but... Thank you for listening. You can follow me at Lindsay Palos, and I can't wait to see you next time or hear you next time or talk to you next time. <laughs> Is that awkward enough, Chantal? No, yeah. I don't know. You really went for it. <laughs> yeah, whatever. It's my podcast. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> bye.